Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is going to be the readings for uh, first week of Advent Tuesday. So um, this is going to be episode 176 of uh, The Informed Catholic. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's start with the entrance antiphon. Behold, the Lord will come, and all his holy ones with him, and on that day there will be a great light. Behold, the Lord will come, and all, and all his holy ones with him, and on that day there will be a great light. This is from Zechariah chapter 14, verse 5 and 7. Look with favor, Lord God, on our petitions, and in our trials grant us your compassionate help that consoled by the presence of your Son, whose coming we now await. We may be tainted no longer by the corruption of former ways. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the, whole, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Okay. Our first reading is again from Isaiah, chapter 11, verse 1 to 10. The Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord God will rest upon him. Reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of, of, of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearances shall he judge, nor by hearsay shall he decide, but he shall judge the poor with justice and decide aright for the lands afflicted. He shall strike the ruthless with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Justice shall be the band around his waist, and faithfulness a belt upon his hips. Then the wolf shall be a guest of the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and a calf and the young lion shall browse together with a little child to guide them. The cow and the bear shall be neighbors. Together their young shall rest. The lion shall eat hay like the ox. The baby shall play by the cobra's den. And the child lay his hands on the adder's lair. There shall be no harm or ruin on all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as water covers the, the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse set up as a sign signal for the nations. The Gentiles shall seek out, for his dwelling shall be glorious. Okay, that's one more time. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, 
a spirit of wisdom and of, and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. And his, his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearances shall he judge, nor, nor by hearsay shall he decide. But he shall judge the poor with justice and decide a right for the lands afflicted. He shall strike the ruthless with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Justice shall be the band around his waist, and faithfulness a belt upon his, his hips. Then the wolf shall be a guest of the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the young lion shall browse together with a little child to guide them. The cow and the bear shall be neighbors, together with their young shall, their young shall rest. A lion shall eat hay like the ox, and the baby shall play by the cobra's den, and the child shall lay his hand on the adder's lair. There shall be no harm or ruin or on all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord, as water covers the sea. On that day the root of Jesse set up as a signal for the nations. The Gentiles shall seek it out, for his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 72. The response is, Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. O God, with your judgment endow the king, and with your justice the king's son. He shall govern your people with justice, and your afflicted ones with judgment. Justice shall flourish in his time, and the fullness of peace forever. Justice shall flower in his day, and profound peace till the moon be no more. May he rule from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. He shall rescue the poor when he cries out, and the afflicted when he has no one to help him. He shall have pity for the lowly and the poor, and the lives of the poor he shall save. Justice shall flourish in his time, and the fullness of peace forever. May his name be blessed forever, as long as the sun, his name shall remain. In him shall the tribes of the earth be blessed. All the nations shall proclaim his happiness. Justice shall flourish in his time and the fullness of peace forever. You have to, uh, this passage that we read in Isaiah obviously is pointing to um, that event when Jesus walked into the synagogue in Nazareth and read, the Spirit of the Lord shall, you know, um, rest upon me. And there's another passage where he, where he says that, and I should proclaim liberty of the land. It's the same thing. The Spirit of counsel, the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And uh, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and strength, a spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearances shall he judge, not by hearsay shall he decide, but he shall judge the poor with justice and decide a right for the lands afflicted. 
it is another passage Isaiah we know that says that the Spirit of the Lord, Lord shall rest upon me. And the metaphors, the images of the wolf, of animals, um, the wolf and the lamb, the leopard and uh, the kid, uh, the calf and the young lion shall browse together with a little child to guide them. The cow and the bear shall be neighbors. Together they shall, their young shall rest. The lion, the lion shall eat hay like the ox. The baby shall play by the cobra's den, and the child lay his hand on the adder's lair. It's obviously these images are all talking about uh, either Gentile nations. It's also alluding to the image of Noah and all the animals going into the ark. And in a sense, they're also metaphors of all the nations. And remember that image in the book of Acts where Peter was on the rooftop and he saw a net and he saw all kinds of different exotic animals. And the net basically is the Holy Spirit or the gospel because remember, he's a fisherman and therefore a net he should ease to catch fish. And he was told that he will be fishers of men. And the net is basically not showing fish, but it's showing different animals. And it's showing basically its representation of the Gentiles outside of the covenant of Israel, but now who are to enter the covenant of Israel. And he's on the rooftop, which is a representation of the upper room, which is also pointing to... Uh, Mount Sinai, which is also a metaphor of of the um, of Jerusalem and of the church, right? All shall come, all right, uh, you know, to the mountain of God, because we have this image appearing over and over again, um, you know, because here it says in the, the beginning, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, a root. Or, or, or a shoot shall sprout. It's actually where the word um, Nazareth, Nazareth is kind of like means a, 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 a shoot shall, shall, uh, shall sprout. It means sprouting. It, I know that I remember that and I just can't recall everything, but it it's basically means uh, to something that sprouts. And... Galilee of the Gentiles. We've heard that in, in, a, in a different prophet. Basically because the gospel will go out to the nations. And basically all these images and metaphors of animals is pointing to the gospel, the word of God going out to the nations. And all of them, okay, on that day, the root of Jesse, you see, it says at the end, set up as a signal for the nations. The Gentiles shall seek, shall seek out for his dwelling shall be glorious. <laughs> See, his dwelling is referring to Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. The, the root that will sprout. Nazareth means root that sprouted. And it's, it, it, will, it will spread out to all the nations. The nations shall seek it out. For his, for his dwelling shall be glorious. All this basically is showing us, and what is now the church, the bride of Christ, the the nations, and Israel, basically 
will be will be praised. One day they will enter the gospel. Now, the other day I was listening to Nesh D'Souza and he was talking about, and I come from a Muslim background, that there are now many Muslims becoming Christians. Many of them, because we live in a time where all this information, all this stuff about religion, all this stuff about the gospel, all this stuff that is now printed, you, you can't even hide it. It's like a Pentecost, a digital Pentecost, right? An internet Pentecost. It's all over. And you have shows like The Chosen and you have YouTube and you have podcasts and you have all these these fantastic things out there. It's impossible not to be curious and want to learn. And not only that, Islam is like more transparent now. Things are more transparent than ever before. People are more transparent. Governments are more transparent, at least you hope. I mean, maybe not with China or North Korea or North Korea, but, you know, into some cases, you can't really keep things anymore. You could hide it. Is an old saying, a proverb in Arabic, um, you know, no matter how deep you bury the truth in the sand, it always finds its way out. It always gets exposed. And it's the same thing with faith. It's the same thing. People are going to learn. You can't hide it. The only thing I'm worried about is you know, what will happen when persecution begins. And usually when persecution begins, um, the faith, um, you know, because when you, it's like basically when you stomp on these, these, um, plant, these planted, um, this faith, the gospel planted the seed, it's pollen, France, you know, plants usually spread their pollen and their seed when they get trampled upon. That means there'll be more people converting. You know, when you trample on these on these planted seeds and they start sprouting, you know, like it says you the metaphor, the uh, root of Jesse, when you stamp on them, the seeds get spread even more and more people convert. So we're going to probably see this in a couple of years uh, you know, many of these Islamic fundamentalist leaders, they're going to get very, very worried and very angry. And I don't, and I, and I know that when they start persecuting, it's, it's going to get worse. It's going to, basically, it's going to get, it's going to be bad for those people who convert. But at the same time, it's going to spread even more and more people are going to convert. All right, let's move on to the, uh, gospel. All right, I'm going to try the best I can. I'm doing this, doing this at nighttime, and unfortunately, my uh, neighbor upstairs with their dog, and um, they're not quiet people. Unfortunately, they they seem to um, love noise. <laughs> they're not quiet people. All right, Alleluia, Alleluia! Behold, our Lord shall come with power. He will enlighten the eyes of his servants. Alleluia, alleluia. Just Jesus rejoices in the Holy Spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 10, verse 21 to 24. Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, 
For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the, to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have you been have have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is uh, except the Son and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Turning to the disciples in private, he said, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I say to you, many prophets and kings desire to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right, I'm going to read it one more time without stumbling. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Chapter 10, verse 21 to 24. Jesus rejoices in the Holy Spirit. Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Turning to the disciples in private, he said, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I say to you, Many prophets and kings desire to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is a very beautiful scene. I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. The only way to enter the kingdom of heaven is that you have to be like a child. You have to trust God fully. You have to become a child of God. And to become a child of God is that you have to, you have to let go. You have to basically put aside your pride and vanity. You have to basically become like a little child. When we trust, because to be a child of the Father through Christ, through the Holy Spirit, is a complete, a complete letting go. Letting go of what you think you know. Letting go of all the, the, the so-called learned, arrogant things of the world. Not that, the, that being learned or learning philosophy, but... I guess it's it's like like that thing from Star Wars. You have to unlearn what you have learned, which is almost impossible. It's true, but <clears throat> you have to put it aside. And to to have faith like this means to be to become a whole new creature. Putting take putting away the old man letting the old self die and and letting God 
creating you a new man, a new self, a new person, a new a new you. And I and I and I truly believe that. And when I, when I said about he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit, and he says you have you know although you have hidden these things from the wise and learned, the wise and learned are those who don't want God. The wise and learned are the ones who who are wise in their own eyes and think that they don't need to know anything about God. They don't want God. They don't need God. Okay, and they and they look down at people of faith. How many people do we know that? How how often we've heard them on TV, we see them in the universities, we see them in politicians, we see we see them sometimes in our family members and our friends. They they mock us, they mock us because of our faith, they mock us because we pray, they mock us because we go to church, they mock us because <clears throat> we 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 desire God, we want God. We can't stand the ugliness and the pain and the loneliness and the coldness of the world. We need God in our lives. We're desperate for God because we want something beautiful. We're tired of the ugliness. We're tired of, of, of the isolation. We're tired of the dark. We feel we're being strangled. And when I said earlier about people converting, yeah, it's true. People, you know, especially Muslims are converting because you can't hide the gospel. The Holy Spirit is using the internet. God is using the internet to bring people into his faith. And the beautiful thing now with in the internet is that I think it's also bringing people to learn about orthodoxy, about true Orthodox Christianity, seeing Catholics, Orthodox Catholics with Orthodox evangelicals and with Eastern Orthodox Christians, conservative Christians on all branches come together, right? And molding together to become one whole tree of, of Christ. We're going to see these things. It's happening. It's happening. And before we know it, it's going to continue to happen. It's, you know, and the more information we're going to learn and we're going to find out about the, the, the traditions of, of Catholicism. We're going to find out, you know, the, the traditions and, and faith traditions of evangelicals and we're going to learn and, and, and both are going to learn about the orthodox christians like coptics greek orthodox russian orthodox and we're going to find out we're not different and we're going to learn we're going to learn that we're really all under one in christ and i think we're going to see that because it's happening with this with, with and, and i think the more the political especially what's happening now with the shutdown, the COVID and the oppressors of government, it's going to change. It's changing whether we like it or not. Christ is gathering all his sheep into one net. And we're going to see that. And, and it's going to sprout a whole new tree, a whole new tree, which is basically planted by the Lord. The harvest is going to, is going to be, is going to be gathered together. And I think it's beautiful.
Let's close it up with a prayer here. All right. The just judge will bestow a crown of righteousness on those who eagerly await his coming. Replenished by the food of spiritual nourishment, we humbly beseech you, O Lord, that through our partaking in this mystery, you may teach us to judge wisely the things of earth and hold firm to the things of heaven. Through Christ our Lord, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, also, I should say the St. Michael. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I'll try the best I can of doing um, doing all these uh, Advent readings, the best I can. Um Unfortunately, I have to go back to work, so I will try the best I can. Um, they may not be very long, but I will try to do the readings, okay? And I'll try to uh, I'll try to put them out there for you. Um, hopefully, it helps. Hopefully, it would um, encourage you, and um, and um, you know, hopefully, I may be of good use, and I'll try the best I can. God bless. And uh, please pray for me. Amen.